a podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Deus Ex Media. Welcome to the restricted section, the longest breakup of my life, including that one time I stayed with a dude six months longer than I wanted to because I needed to wait for our lease to end. (laughs) If you haven't done the reading, don't worry, we did it for you. Here's what we're talking about this week. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Chapter 5, An Excess of Phlegm, in which we're we're just like hanging out at the borough, bitching about Flores Delacour and getting our owl scores. It's actually not that big of a deal. I'm your host, Christina. Your co-host today is the legendary Mary Clay. Say hello to the listeners, Mary Clay. Hello. I, I, I mix it up there for you. Wow. Amazing. And I'm very excited because with us today, we have very beloved to me, special returning guests, Lucy and Zach from Fang Fiction Podcast. Say hello to the listeners. Hello. hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to be back. Yeah, I'm really excited you guys are here, too. When we recorded previously, I truly felt like we had met some kindred spirits, especially since we recorded last time with Haley. And even do you remember just looking in the Zoom chat? Me and Lucy like look very similar and Haley and Zach look very similar. <laughs> I can see yeah, it. It was yeah, like a it was it. like a long lost sibling reunion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just felt That's like so I, funny. I felt like we found a real friends and you some real friends and you guys. So I'm just so That's happy funny. you're back. It is it is like a little family reunion. So How the hell have the two of you been since you were on the show last, which had to have been at least between like six and 18 months ago? Yeah, it was ages ago. Um, Good, busy, you know, Mm -hmm. I just Mm -hmm. said when we were catching up, busy and expensive. But besides that, life's good. Wow, that's deeply relatable. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I don't I just sort of play with my daughter and. that's amazing yeah that's great (laughs) oh my gosh I love I love your life (laughs) I hope you're still keen to talk shit about Harry Potter because that's the reason we're here (laughs) I don't think I've talked shit about Harry Potter since last time we recorded so there's like a lot built up (laughs) I genuinely think I was like the last time I engaged with any Harry Potter content was this on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) six to 18 months ago I'm just so sorry for continuing to be no, that person. I think that's the only time I ever engage with Harry Potter content is on this it's podcast. It's not as well. a good fandom anymore, guys. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if anybody knows this. It's not Get good. <laughs> I have this little bubble of queer nerds who make jokes with me about how bad and fun it is. And that is the only fandom worth fandoming. Truly. This is truly. like. This is like late stage fandom fall of Rome stuff, right? Where it's like oh my everything God. is collapsing, <laughs> yeah. but we can still profit from it for just a little bit longer. Like we're squeezing it all out, being like, man, this whole Rome thing was pretty bad. Hey. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's so funny. It. Yeah. That's so funny. What I was doing literally three minutes before I got on this Zoom chat was watching HBO's show Rome. There, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. See, in sync. That's yeah. what it is. Just show. crazy synchronicity. Yeah. Yeah, it's truly. 
So today we're here to talk about uh, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Chapter 5, An Excess of Phlegm. Mm. Perhaps Ooh. not my favorite chapter title. Should we, should we <laughs> mention the elephant in the room with this chapter all at once? What? One, two, three. Misogyny. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, I was like, I, was like <laughs> I feel like that's the only point I have to make about this chapter is just yeah, like that's, how much hatred JKR has for women. <laughs> it's really bad. It's so unnecessary. And like, I mean, we'll obviously we'll get into it, but man. Oh. I thought you were going to, when you said, should we point out the elephant in the room? I thought you were going to. Put me on blast, which I'll put myself on blast, as y'all know. I'm happy to do that for recording this episode out of order from the other episode. <laughs> I've I've recorded chapters one and two, which are quite fun, and then I've skipped three and four, and now I'm recording this one, and now I have to go back to the oh. Harry Potter was a very special boy chapter. That's oh. yeah, <laughs> but I think oh, that shoot. one's a little more fun because Dumbledore shows up, right? And so he he you know he shakes down the Dursley's a bit, I think. So, so anyway, listeners, I'm sure those episodes were great. <laughs> I'm sure they were perfect. You just wanted the misogyny as quickly as you could get to it. That was like, you were like, I need to hate women now. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> it's actually not that hard because if you turn in any direction in this book series, boom, misogyny right in your boom. face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like trying to navigate the maze in the Triwizard Tournament, but instead of dead ends, it's just misogyny. Misogyny. <laughs> And, you know, isn't that just like real life, right? Mm. J.K. was just reflecting our world. She's a genius. Yeah, I love when people do that in fantasy series. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> Super cool <laughs> imagination, girl. <laughs> so we start out at the burrow. Dumbledore has just dropped Harry off at the burrow after their little slughorn side quest. And Molly is on security detail. <laughs> They're like... Every time somebody walks up now, it's like, who are you? How do I know declare you? Yourself. What? Yeah, declare yourself. State your name in well, business. Well, really, it's not Molly who's on security detail. It's Arthur. Mm. And mm. she's like, is this necessary? And he's yeah. like, I have to do okay. it per no. work. Let's get to that when we get to that, because that's a, that's a beloved scene to me. Okay. So Tonks is there, but just kidding, she leaves immediately. She's not looking good because she is in love with a man and her life force is gone now as she slowly becomes part of the man. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't yeah. we all done that? I just, I just, <laughs> just love. Yeah, just absorbed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like her man. life force is gone. I'll say that I've done this, but not since high school, yo. Yeah, like, you don't Tonks do this is a fully grown adult. woman with like a with like a fulfilling career. Career, but just friend, the moment she group. falls in love, just completely ruined. We've like, all done. We've all done. Doesn't weird reflect well on Remus, does it? Boys, be like. <laughs> Uh, it's just it's not my favorite movie. And she like forgets how to do her magic or yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't have the energy for it. Doesn't have the energy for it. It's like, babe, come on. But we don't know yet what's wrong with her. Like, maybe she's sick. Maybe she caught the werewolf. Mm. She caught the werewolf Mm. and there was less magic. That's it. Mm, I actually take that back because that doesn't, that statement doesn't bode well with the uh, allegory phrase. (laughs) I actually revoked my previous statement. (laughs) (laughs) That was. It was actually a blessing in disguise. The she planned this the whole time. <laughs> Dana's like, at last I'm free. 
I've actually been desperately trying to get canceled for the last three seasons and no one has enforced it yet. Well, yeah, if you we want to get canceled to uh, today, all you have to do is write a 10 minute song on the ukulele uh, mm. and sing it oh, in a yeah. non-apology. I don't know if any mm. of you guys understand that reference. I heard but. about that from you, I think, specifically. I, I don't think I do know this reference. Uh, I used to follow all, or not follow this particular person in in particular, <laughs> but <laughs> just like be, growing up on the internet, you know a lot of these people. So sometimes it's fun to watch the tea from afar, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's like being on the, hang on, where did the... I'm really dumb because I was about to say where did the Boston Tea Party happen? It happened in Boston. It's like being what state's neighbor, Massachusetts. Um, I don't know. It's like being in Connecticut watching the Boston Tea Party happen. You know, it's fun. And I and this is a reference that you two totally understand. We're going to need a, a bit of a more Thank universal <laughs> metaphor going on here. <laughs> Just cut right, all we, that out. Just don't worry about it. Is it is like a weird aspect of being an English speaker of like anywhere in the world is that you kind of just know everything like on like a superficial level about America because all your media is mm. from America. <laughs> so we're just like, like we're I just get that like enough. that, you know? Mm. We have like a reputation. Like people are talking about <laughs> They're us. They're so obsessed with us. So upset. Please, Tina, so take upset. us back to the chapter. Oh yes, um, Harry I, Potter. I actually, oh, I actually don't think that happened yet. Okay, so Molly sits down with Harry while he eats. She makes him some soup and bread. She's mm -hmm. like, "Do you want bread?" And he's like, "Yeah," but I don't believe that she wouldn't have given him bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, she, yeah. <laughs> I no, sort of I'm love good. that. Cuts the bread anyway. <laughs> I love that he like doesn't bullshit at all with like any polite, like any manners. Is she's like, "Are you no. hungry?" And he's like, "Yes, I'm fucking starving." <laughs> Like, <laughs> what are like, you being so, like you get to your best friend's house and just open the fridge it's that yeah oh, give me bread <laughs> i feel like molly's the kind of mom where if harry was like can i have some water she's like you know where the cups are i would like to i would like to bring up a dumb piece of jkr's writing ahem <clears throat> Are you hungry, Harry? Yeah, I am, said Harry, suddenly realizing just how hungry he was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The telling, not showing. <laughs> oh, what is it? Yeah. Is, yes, that, yeah. that is the way I wanted to say that. It's just like every time the characters feel anything, it's, yeah, Harry felt hungry. Like there's no, yeah. <laughs> there's no nuance. There's nothing left up to the reader at all. Totally. My big pet peeve as an editor is when authors rely on like there's there's this one line um when he goes up into his room a little bit later it's like Hedwig hooted happily at Harry from her perch on top of a large large wardrobe then t took off through the window Harry knew she had been waiting to see him before going hunting those like Harry knew phrases are so mm, yes. lazy uh, it, like it just sounds bad and they're everywhere yeah it's an inelegance it, also, this one in particular, the suddenly realizing this is something that I a writing device that I would use when I was writing my dumb stuff in high school and college. Yeah. And I would be writing and then it would be like, oh, are you taught? Like I would get to the end of whatever chapter and be like, oh, wait, they're supposed to go to bed right now. And then it'd be like, then he yawned, not realizing how tired he had been. Yeah. <laughs> I had forgotten totally. to write in the parts yeah. throughout the chapter that he was tired, you know? <laughs> 
I love romance novels, but like one that happens all the time in romance is like crying. Like being like, oh, tears were rolling down my face. I hadn't even realized I started to cry. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. The not happened. even realizing, yeah, <laughs> or like yeah. the breath you didn't realize, realize you, were you were holding. holding in. Yes. Classic. <laughs> Classic. No yeah. one do a command find in any of the stuff that I've written for. <laughs> 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 me, that's um, literally me right um, now, going through my writing, being like, okay, fuck, um, don't let Tina read this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the people people make jokes like that, like they don't want me to read their shit, but you have to think about it the way that you think about the gynecologist. It's like, do I want somebody looking at my pussy? No. Is this the worst <laughs> pussy she's ever seen? No. Yes. no. It is not. Okay, as, I've t- as I've told Tina this exact thing, as we were talking about the actual gynecologist. It's saying, not but the what worst if it pussy. is, Tina? What if it <laughs> is? You? What if they tell me that it is? Yes, <laughs> Mary Clay, you are in your twenties and you haven't had kids. Like your, it's, your pussy is fine. How do you know? How do you know I haven't well, had kids? Lucy is I right. I sold, them on, the, I sold <laughs> them on the black market. If anything, my pussy is better oh. looking than a wife. <laughs> it's definitely not fucking true. I tell you what. <laughs> Remember, this is this is just Christina trying to get herself canceled. I <laughs> love right. podcast. Oh I'm so happy to go down with this shit. This is great. <laughs> Not I even thirty minutes in, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> even terrible pussy. I'll, like I love all pussy. Um, so then Harry <laughs> takes a bite of the. Oh, yes, Harry Potter. I forgot to tell you guys that this is the book where I like Harry Potter again. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, this is a goodie. Yeah. I mean, after having to go through Order of the Phoenix, uh, this yeah. is, this is yeah. such Rough. a relief. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, a relief is exactly how I describe it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, like everything is. Yeah, exactly right. Everything is better after Order of the Phoenix. So so far so <laughs> good, except for the misogyny. Okay, so let's get to it. <laughs> okay, so so Harry is eating some late dinner. Crookshanks is there, which means that Hermione is obviously here sleeping somewhere. Let's talk. I just want to keep circling back to this. What do her parents think? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> they just, they, they just only love- get her for three months of the year and then she leaves. Yeah. Like within a couple of weeks at best, They she just never sees them. She doesn't go home for Christmas. She doesn't tell like them Harry anything. Harry is her family now. Yeah. yeah, it's shocking. It's yeah. awful. They just love love teeth so much. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they just Yeah, maybe maybe they're like, "Oh, actually no, this is great because there's this dentistry conference that we yeah. always wanted to go to when you were growing up but never could cuz it was during the summer holiday." Oh but my God. now you're going to spend the whole time at Molly Weasley's house who already has a bajillion kids. Let's give her one more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this she works out notice. great. Yeah. Um, it's funny because when I was a kid, I was not allowed to have sleepovers. That was like oh, something wow. that my parents mm. did not believe was safe for children, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. at at what cost is my my retort? <laughs> yeah. <to that>. But <laughs> the the only well, Christina now retaliates by having massive been, sleepovers every weekend. I would have been gayer sooner if they had just let me go. <laughs> but. The one, the one friend where I was allowed to sleep over at her house was my friend Annie, whose Catholic parents had like ten kids, and I'm like, you like them because they're Catholic, but I 
don't they don't know what that where I am. Like there's ten of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. If there's anywhere that you could like go out to the park and set stuff on fire, it's in the yeah, family it, with ten kids. Yeah. Exactly. Sweet. Exactly. Oh dear. So uh, they're sitting down, whatever. Okay, so they're just talking a little bit. They're talking about Horace Slughorn. Apparently, uh, Slug taught her and Arthur when they were in school. Apparently, he was a teacher for a really long time, and he started when Dumbledore started. Yeah, that that really Whoa. jumped out of me this time. I was like, Jesus, I didn't know he was that old. I thought Dumbledore was, like, freakishly long-living. Yeah, like, is Slughorn very old also, or did Dumbledore start teaching late in his mm, life? I guess maybe. Uh, yeah, the second. Mm. I yeah, don't yeah. know. I don't have any evidence to either. Well, and we're not going to look it up. No. And <laughs> no. continue. <laughs> um, so she tells Harry that Arthur has been promoted. He's now the head of the office for the detection and confiscation of counterfeit defensive spells and protective objects. Apparently, there's a lot of bullshit circulating now that people are afraid. Oh. Like, protective shit. Oh, wow. Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very sweet and classic, like, awkward Harry moment where when Mrs. Weasley shares the news that he's been promoted, he has, like, a mouthful of scalding hot soup but he obviously, he knows that this is something she is very excited about. So he just swallows it all and like burns his throat and is like, congratulations. <laughs> That's the Harry we know and love. Yeah, I yeah. do it's love that about so Harry. so awkward. She mistakes it for him tearing up. About the news. <laughs> I don't even think I'm, I caught that part. Oh, that's funny. Whereas really, Harry's like, I couldn't give a shit. And if I could, I would spit the soup all over you. Um, but I won't. I, I actually think that that's not like very untrue. Like, I think he mm. does not care about what Arthur does at work. No. <laughs> and understandably, his, his job sounds so boring. He's like the most kind of like middle level public servant. Like, mm hmm. It's very sweet that Molly's so proud of him. Definitely overworked and underpaid. Mm, definitely. We get another good look at the Weasley clock. You know the clock. Oh and my everyone's God. hands are it's I a crazy clock, and clock. everyone's hands are pointing to mortal peril. Yeah, and she's like carrying it around the house with her, just like constantly being reminded that her family's in mortal peril. It's so sad. Yeah. Like, throw that clock away. It's just making it worse. I think um that's what at least in America, uh everyone's like household yeah. clock looks like now. Mm. I also oh God, think yeah. that's like the yeah. physical embodiment of anxiety yes. is looking over and seeing that everyone you love is pointed at moral mortal peril. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I do like that the hand moves to tr like while he's traveling. It's like for the like split second that he's not in existence while he's apparating, he's not in mortal peril. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering because like so I guess he's traveling more than he is in mortal peril for a moment. Yeah, but yeah. but when he's at work, he's in more mortal peril than he <laughs> is working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard to keep up with. Where do you guys uh, think this clock came from? Question. She does say that no, world. she doesn't know anyone else that has one, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, she was trying to see if other people's clocks are stuck like this. 
Maybe it's something that Arthur like fiddled with somehow. Like he was looking at the mechanics of like a muggle clock um, and then put his own cute little Arthur Weasley spin on it. (laughs) What if? Okay. So you know how uh, magicians are like really like averse to technology. What if like the technology of a watch or a clock is like too high tech for them? And so (laughs) like they don't know how it works. And just like he was poking around in the Ford Anglia. He's like, I'm gonna start fucking poking around with this clock. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, he's really disappointed that it's turned out to be magic. He's like, he just wants it to be a normal clock. It's like, this fucking sucks. Oh, whoopsie magic. He did a little bit of whoopsie God magic. Damn it. <laughs> Arthur gets home from work, and this is my favorite exchange in the entire book series. Yeah. Okay. Arthur gets home from work. He's outside. Molly's like, is that you? He's like, you have to, we have to do the security thing. He's like, Molly, what? Uh oh, Molly says, what is um Oh, fuck. I, I wrote it in a way where it's, he makes Molly What is your ask, dearest ambition? What is your dearest ambition? Okay. And then his is to find out how airplanes stay up. Yo, me too, Arthur. <laughs> so But also, Arthur, like, oh just go to a library. Like, <laughs> like, how hard is that to find out? It's too hard. Hey, it's dearest ambition. It is beyond me, personally, to understand how airplanes <laughs> yeah, stay up. But I've been in true. kind of a lot of them. Yeah. Lucy, how, how do airplanes work, Lucy? Yeah, tell us everything. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually when we when we flew when I was a little kid. I was like kind of a nervous flyer because I get very motion sick. And so I'd get really, really sick in any turbulence. And the way my dad used to keep me calm was to explain like the intricacies of how it was in the air mm. and how it was landing and what the wings were doing. I don't remember well, any of it because I was in a bit of an anxiety sp- spiral, but it helped. <laughs> that's wonderful. Okay. Yeah, it's a very sweet so- one. So we all just, I need, I guess, need to do a quick Google about how airplanes stay up. <laughs> Us and Arthur Weasley both. How do air... No, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Arthur is like, I have to ask you your question, Molly. What do you... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and she's like glancing uh, over her shoulder back at Harry like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, I can't stop this train. <laughs> I'm going to send you guys what? the article that came up. I kid you not. The second result. What? Oh. oh, okay. Well, pause for the cause. <laughs> Scientific American classic. No one can explain why planes stay in the air by Scientific American. <laughs> it was actually written by Arthur Weasley. That's right. Oh That's my right. God. By one Arthur Weasley. That's fucking. Muggle there are magic. two competing theories about how airplanes work. What why? the fuck? Who's that's I'm flying a lot scarier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never yeah. gonna get a plane again. Witchcraft. I have to get in a plane like next week. It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be wow, fine. that's shocking. Okay, the question is, what does uh, what does Arthur like to call Molly when they're alone together? Ooh. <laughs> no, it's the opposite. It's what does what does Molly want? Not does what. Not what <laughs> Arthur wants to call her. It's what Molly wants him to call her. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think that's and an he- important distinction because it's <laughs> yeah. a specific request from her. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. okay. So, Mo- so Harry's like getting a bit of an odd vibe from this exchange. And he Molly's starts just like, like shoveling blood. soup into his mouth, <laughs> like making as much noise as he can. <laughs> Great Harry moment. <laughs> Molly's blushing so hard. 
I would literally never say this out loud in front of my son's best friend. I just wouldn't do it. I'd be like, I would be like, Arthur, Harry's sitting right here. Like, I'm not doing that. But I would be like, if you're that concerned, you're just going to have to wait outside all night. You're going to get wobbly if you stand out there. Yeah. Also, why would you pick a question that you would be embarrassed to answer in the presence of other people? Like, Like, I understand that's a deeply personal question that only he would know. But they, a couple has so many, so much unique yeah. shared context. Yeah. Like there has to be something else. Sean and I could come up with a million inside jokes. Yeah. Like, uh, like just, I, I could literally just be like, Sean, which cat do you like best? And like, depending <laughs> on how he phrases his answer, like I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll know. Like it's Penny, right? Yeah. No, it's not Penny. Oh, no, it's not Penny. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, God. He, <laughs> it's not he you. Kinda, <laughs> no, he likes Pepper, right? Pepper, Penny's yeah. his oh, least favorite, God. I think. There we go. Penny, Sean, rank your cats in order of favorite to least favorite. No, he, I'll tell you the order: Pepper, Dante, Cora, Penny. That's oh, Sean's Penny. preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, wow. my, Penny. my ranking, but my ranking goes: Penny, Dante, Pepper, Cora. Oh wow! So Aww. per Cora, well, that's good. They get an even distribution of love. Uh, Cora's Cora. the twice. <laughs> Cora doesn't want. To anyone to hang out she with her, so she you. comes in last because she's like, "Ew, fuck off!" And it's like, she ah, I will." It. Yeah, fine. <laughs> uh, this is just like password security questions, right? With mm, like these yeah. are just like Arthur and Molly yeah. are just like Google's like, "Hey, what's your deepest and darkest kink?" And, and Molly's like, "Yes, I choose that one." <laughs> <laughs> yeah what if they're just like what was the what is your mother's maiden name what is Truly. the name of your second <laughs> your what second is gonna know childhood that? pet yeah what was yeah. the name of the street that you grew up on <laughs> how, how do airplanes fly <laughs> like what did what did we call any of our seven children when they were young like who, yeah. which 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 twin do you like better? Like, there's oh, yeah, yeah. Which is your least favorite twin? <laughs> George, but I don't know why. <laughs> True. True. Right? I don't know why either. Yeah. <laughs> George is just ever so slightly like more down to earth. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think Fred gets most of the jokes in first. Yeah. I think he's just a little there's bit, a bit of a- off the mark. George He's a little bit quicker, a, a little bit more hot-headed. George, I think George, I think, well, I don't remember. For I'll, the record, I, I don't, I, I don't actually like one twin over the other. That oh, was, sure. That was just me. I love okay. all of my children equally. Doing a bit. Right. Oh, sure. I don't care for George. <laughs> right up until we see your security questions. <laughs> don't, don't you recite, what's the Narnia, don't you dare recite the magic book to me i was there i was there when it was written i think it's don't speak the old magic to me is that it okay maybe yeah. i don't anyway, know anyway if anyone quotes a lucille lucille bluth i'm i'm, I'm quite familiar with our bylaws lucius having written several of them myself yeah <laughs> so we learn a little bit about i Arthur's was there shen- three thousand years ago the day men failed okay we've done them all now <laughs> <laughs> We learn a bit about what's happening at the ministry these days. We learn that Fred and George now live in an apartment in their shop over Diagon Alley, over in Diagon Alley, and they're thriving. Frankly, thriving. Absolutely. We love that. Yeah, we love it for them. So Harry gets to sleep in their room, which is littered with scary, half-developed 
prank products. <laughs> the fact that he, he goes to fall asleep and pulls out a puking pas- pastel and is yeah. like, and it's like, oh, haha, that's so funny. Whereas I would have been like, what if I accidentally like swallowed that in the middle of the night and I just wake up puking? Do you just be swallowing shit while you're sleeping? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. You know, I don't think my body would do it's that. Usually the, it's usually the opposite. My mouth is open and stuff yeah. is falling out. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like you'd wake up in the middle of the night, roll over to get a glass of water and just drink straight up poison. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that kind of this thing. This is the room we're in. Yeah. Yeah, we've all done the middle of the night grabbing the glass of water and chugging like you've never had water before in your life. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Almost Sw- every night. Yeah. <laughs> Swallowing any pills that are on the sides, like eating stuff off the floor. I do. Know, I do. Scratching the walls, you know. <laughs> okay, so Harry gets a rude awakening the next morning. Ron and Hermione are waking him up hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're Ooh. like, wake up, Potter, we're going to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I feel like that is exclusively the way Harry Potter wakes up in the morning. He's always like wrenched from sleep. Like, <laughs> like I don't, it's true. He yeah, he doesn't just really quietly. have a lot of peaceful mornings, no. does no, he? No, <laughs> he just never gets a minute's peace. And, like, I'm the kind of person who wakes up really hard all at once, like a mm-hmm. fucking, like, golden retriever. But That's Harry... like the opposite of the John Green quote. <laughs> I don't know the John Green quote. I fell in love the way you fall asleep slowly and then all at once. I Aww. fell in love like Aww. I wake up in the morning really hard and in a way that alarms everyone. <laughs> ah! <laughs> and very scared. <laughs> Do you wake up, like, Dracula or so? You just, like... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, literally. I'm like, and awake. Hermione is carefully inspecting Harry. They're like appraising him. How are you doing? Are you still grieving? <laughs> no. I are you on going with my to life. freak out at me? <laughs> are you going to call me a piece of shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The last time they were with him, the whole past school year, he was kind of an asshole. <laughs> so they're like, <laughs> Did you have a nice break? No, you know I didn't have a nice break because I live oh. with my abusers. Oh, Harry, you're very hard to be around. <laughs> We've put up with a lot from you, Harry. Like Ron is ready with like a sack to like put over his head and be like, shush, 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 back to sleepy. It's going to be okay. Oh my god, like in Hunger Games when they just stay tranquilizing her for like a whole book. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh no. When did that happen? What book was and that? down you go. Harry Potter and the Long Big Sleep. At the end of the second book and the oh. beginning of the third book, she oh. has a lot of like panic attacks, Yes, I guess, that's right. That, and they're just that like, end they're with just her like, being tranquilized. And you're out. <laughs> Good night. Yeah, it's like PTSD, like medical trauma, like it's mm. bad. I have a quick question for the Australians in the room. Oh. Our American version of the book, or at least mine, has a phrasing that is not natural to me here oh, in the States. What is it? Amazing. Hermione was scrutinizing Harry as though he was sickening for something. Yeah, that is oh. sickening for something. That is quite, that feels very, very British to me. Do you That's agree? Very British. Very British. Y'all, um, y'all don't have that. No, no we like don't say like- that. 
He's like, I was about to use a different word that probably still is the saying the same thing, but it's like he's like he's like fiending for something. He's like, I, I fiending, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> like wanting yeah. it desperately. He, he's like, like very uh, obsessively like going to want something, like grab mm. something, mm. like you know. Yeah, that we would say he's right. Jonesin for. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like jo- that. Jonesin, for... that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Tonguing, tonguing for it. Yeah. He just he's just fucking for it. <laughs> 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 It literally just means that he might be get like she's looking at him like she's trying to figure out if he's getting sick. Yeah, sickening for something. We don't say that. Okay, good. Uh, that's, that's a huge relief. To <laughs> I don't, I don't think Watch that's a, a bunch phrase. of British people write in and be like, "We don't say that either." I, know, I don't know yeah. where the fuck she came up with that. JKR's putting stuff in, being like, "You know, I'm rewriting language. Like I'm doing things differently <laughs> now." Harry was hungry, so he said, "I am hungry," and his stomach rumbled because he didn't realize he was hungry. A proper Shakespeare. That's Mm. right. Enter Ginny. Ginny and Hermione immediately start talking shit about Fleur, Mm. which I that's a that's a bad energy. And I'll admit that a a lot of 15 and 16 year old girls don't yet know that that's a bad energy, but that is a bad energy, and that's not how we treat women. And I do. I can't help but hold Ginny to a slightly higher standard than that, you know? She's, and, and Hermione, yeah. too. Like, they should know better. And, yeah, it's very, yeah. like, Ginny sort of prances in, like, very, I'm not like the other girls. And it's obviously meant to make Ginny seem more attractive and admirable, but it definitely does the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Reading it now. Ginny absolutely has I'm not like other girls. Very strongly. Being like, I'm one of the guys. Like, have you guys seen, there's this one girl on TikTok who does these, like, in a way that I'm like, are are you actually this person? This is so cringy and accurate, but she does these things of, like, the way that girl who thinks that the guy is into her flirts with him, and it's, like, being quirky and silly, and then it's, like, She's the amazing. girl, yeah. the girl best friend of the guy you're dating. And it's like, oh, what? No, I can't believe you're dating Patrick. And it's like so <laughs> scarily accurate. And you're it's like, so are scary. you that person? Though? Yeah. Like- <laughs> As a reminder, we uplift our sisters. That's right. Yes. Enter Fleur. In the, okay, so uh, let's continue to break that down. So enter Fleur with breakfast. Ali. Molly is right behind her being <laughs> mad that she took the breakfast tray. Like, Molly, yeah. over yourself. Even Molly, like, yeah. just hates it. Molly has so much to do. Like, why are you worried about the breakfast tray? Like, someone in this house is offering to help you. <laughs> like, yeah. For the first yeah. time in the whole series. Molly kind of in this moment strikes me as the mother that's like frantically making, Oh shit. You guys don't have Thanksgiving. Um, okay. <laughs> frantically I think Thanksgiving. they understand yeah. the concept. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I want to make more universal references. <laughs> Christmas. That's universal. Christmas, yeah, we shit. Not everyone's Christian. Um, um, uh, <laughs> kangaroo week. Arbor day. <laughs> what about, what about Friendsgiving? Friends? Yeah, um, Sure, that's right. <laughs> I can see Molly being the type of mom who is frantically making a holiday meal in the kitchen. And it's yeah. like, why won't anyone help me? Pull it. And then as soon as someone walks in, it's like, hey, what can I do? It's like, no, you're just going to do it wrong. Yeah. 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 I hate to say this, but there is a Bob's Burgers episode about this, and it is one of the Thanksgiving specials. Yeah, mm. beautiful. Mm. Most Bob's of what Burgers. I know about Thanksgiving comes from Bob's Burgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bob's Burgers is like the best possible lens mm. on Thanksgiving, yeah. I think. I, yeah. I can <laughs> confirm that uh, one year my landlord asked me to come and pose as his wife at his Thanksgiving dinner in exchange for free rent. And then the following year, there was a stampede of turkeys that overran the She's town. Doing Bob's, it's yeah. all Bob's Burgers. Okay. It's like, it took okay. me like a good I like, like fully seconds. bought it for a minute. I don't know what that says about the landlords that we've had, but we both were like, holy shit. Yeah, this, this Question for the group. If your landlord came to you and was like, will you pretend to be my wife at Thanksgiving and I will give you a free yes. month of rent? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We're all. Yes. We'd yeah. all do that. Okay. Great. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would say too. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. Also, Just the, text the, my husband. <laughs> don't expect me. Zach, in particular, that would be a really weird experience yeah, no. for you, probably, if they said, "Will you come be my wife at dinner?" It'd be yeah. perfect. That's a. It's the role if of any a of us. I would say Zach would be the most convincing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Zach's got this down. I, w- I would be in the kitchen being like, get out. You never help me. You- I don't love you anymore. <laughs> when we have sex, I think about your best friend, Mike. <laughs> That's right. And you look stellar in a pair of hot pink pumps. I so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Fleur. Okay, I just. Okay. Uh, okay, so let's. M- my in-laws love me. Yeah. Right? Amazing. That's something that I so know. You think. Cool brag. <laughs> I, I am really sure that my in-laws love me. Mm, same. I, I don't I don't have any question in my mind about that. Hanging out at their house is still not my favorite activity mm. in the world. Yeah. yeah. Imagine being at your future in-laws' house mm. with them being hostile towards you oh. and your Fiance isn't even there. Yeah. You've never yeah, met them before. Where the fuck are you? You don't speak the same language. You're far from home. And your fiance just drops you off. Mm. And then they're hostile. And she's trying so hard. Fleur probably was like, I'm going to go in there. And Ginny's never had a sister. I'm yeah. going to go in there and be yeah. Ginny's sister because I know what it's like to have a younger sister. Yeah. And Ginny's like, fuck you, you... <laughs> Dumb bitch. Oh, truly. <laughs> these two these two fucking yeah. teenagers are ripping into you the whole time. The mum's yeah. like, stop doing that. <laughs> like, please, I'm sorry. And even like, like the only the people who stick up for her are Ron and Harry. And it's immediately implied that they're only sticking up for her because like they have the hots for her. She's hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, Awful. Yeah. I will so hard. I will give the to play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. There are a few moments where Fleur says some like conceited, arrogant things about like, well, at Bobatons, we do this. And I think that's better. And, oh, I think it would be a lot better if you did this. And, oh, there's not much to do here. There's only chickens. So I can see how if she makes passive aggressive comments like that throughout the day, that it would be annoying. I don't think to the degree that she deserves this amount of hate. So she's not being perfect, but it's still like nowhere near, you know, worthy of, of that reception from the others. Right. And to be the counter avocado to your devil's (laughs) avocado, (laughs) I I would like to say that, like, I don't think those statements are inherently passive aggressive. Mm. Like I again, go back to the fact that Fleur is probably like, extraordinarily nervous about Mm. this situation and might be trying to like 
help too much, like over oversharing, like getting like not picking up hints. Like I, this reads to me almost like someone who's trying too hard to impress. Totally. Mm. Which you should look on with compassion and not scorn. Yeah, I, I do agree that they're probably not. She's not meaning them to be passive aggressive. She's probably just saying things without realizing like mm. the cultural implication or yeah. understanding that they yeah. might take it negatively. I think that the cultural difference is real here as well, yeah, because sure. I I think that perhaps she's used to talking this way with her family and friends. You and know? also, this is also probably a lot of JKR's like biases or stereotypes about the French coming yeah, in. Oh, yeah. The, French, like, her coming in. <laughs> the way she writes her accent. Like, what do I name the one French person? I know, oh Flower de la Flower. <laughs> like, <laughs> and she's going to be real annoying, but super hot. Ari, yeah. it has been too long. Like, it's just like, the, oh, it's awful. <laughs> it's hard. Okay, J.K. Rowling has never written an accent into the dialogue no. of a character she she respects. Never. Like, she yeah. only yeah. does Always that to characters to she does not respect. Yeah. It's to ridicule. So Hermione and Ginny aside, because while I do expect better from them, they're young, mm. Molly... needs to be absolutely doing better. Molly needs to be protecting Fleur at all costs. Like, this is completely unacceptable. My mom would rather die than treat someone this way. Yeah, and, like, it's... Like, your oldest son is marrying this woman. Like, like, this is quite a significant... Like, this is a relationship you need to get right. Like, (laughs) Yeah. The stakes are really high. Yeah. All the kids point out, like, the hypocrisy of her where she's like... They're too young and they're just doing it because they think they're going to die because of Voldemort. And they've only known each other for a year. And they're like, that's literally the exact situation that you and dad got married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And she's like, 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 yeah, but we we were special. (laughs) We're almost definitely related. (laughs) But we weren't French. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we're from the same town. So this is when Ginny calls her Flem, hence the uh, title, which I, I think is fucking rude. So yeah. rude. And not even it's, it's not even a, a good, <laughs> what, is it just like Fleur and Flem? Like mm. not even a good dig, Ginny. Nah. Come on. Yeah, do better. I think it probably started out with like mocking her accent. Uh, and oh, then yes, I think, of course. And then turned into yeah. this. They're like, Fleur, Fleur, <laughs> Flem. <laughs> <laughs> That was like, it's like okay. That was JKR in her room writing that down. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was She's like, ooh, that yes. was good. Write that down. Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm fucking five books into this. I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> and they will eat the slop. They will have it. <laughs> I am a god. She's mad with power. <laughs> Molly leaves. The kids keep talking. Ron is still getting like a little hypnotized by Fleur. I, I feel bad for him. <laughs> He's like hanging on by a thread in this household. <laughs> <laughs> like he like is shaking his ear like a dog. trying. He's shaking his head like a dog trying to get water out of his ear. It's just a yeah. little pathetic. And Harry's He's like, don't you get used not to a it? Control. he's like only she surprised me yeah yeah he's like sometimes she just pops up out of nowhere (laughs) this is also yeah when we see harry trying to defend her because they're like she's so dumb and he's like well i mean she was in the triwizard tournament so great point you're just in love with her but and it's like i mean it's a valid point she's at least 
smarter than Cedric because she's alive. If we're talking about the Triwizard Champions who survived, she's at least got a leg up on one of them. (laughs) I would love to share with the group that I went to go see Twilight at my local shitty movie theater yesterday. These are the kind of stories we come for. It's a beautiful historical landmark, but the tickets are cheap mm-hmm. and people go there to scream at the screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Uh, my so local good. cinema is exactly the same. Yeah. It's it's not a shitty Did- theater, and thank you for stopping me, but it is cheap and old. <laughs> I will say it's kind of it, the management has gotten a little shittier over the Management's years. Management's gotten shittier. It is a very classy historical landmark that has a Wurlitzer organ and it has and I think oh, it had cool. the first um uh, what what brand is that? The um, the Dolby surround sound. I think uh, like the first one is installed in the United States. So it's and they very did cool theater. they did in recent years uh, replace all of the ancient theater seats that yeah, were to probably now just <laughs> they're just shitty regular contemporary seats. Now. Yeah, my best friend got married there. Did, did everyone scream, Bella? Where the hell have you been? <laughs> first of all, that's in the sequel. <laughs> second of all, <laughs> second of all, everyone screamed. Every single line, yes. every single line in the is movie, that, everyone was shrieking it. Is that not what you wanted? <laughs> that sounds That's amazing. exactly what I wanted. Okay, good. Okay, good. There was there Twilight was. the pantomime. Yeah, it's just it's so funny, and every expression any of the characters made, everyone was screaming, and that uh, just oh whatever, it's just so funny. Anyway, Rob Pattinson is a diamond. Absolutely. He sparkles like one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the face of a killer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, we the kids are talking a little bit because Molly went downstairs. Um, apparently, Molly has been trying to bring Tonks around the house, hoping mm. that Bill will fall in love with her instead. Like, Molly, that is not going to yeah. work, babe. Like, not helpful for Tonks. Not helpful for Bill. Very unkind to Fleur. I just, think it just makes yeah. sense. What are you doing? This is how romance <laughs> no. happens. Is your mom says, fall in love with this woman. And you say, yes, oh mother, my God. Yeah. I shall. Matchmaker, matchmaker, yeah. make me a match. Thank you, mummy. <laughs> make her a metamorph magus. Beautiful. That was good. <laughs> Perfect. It fit seamlessly. Yeah. It, didn't, it didn't rhyme at all. I can't believe you practiced that. <laughs> yeah, we all just sat here for like Would 10 you minutes while you, did it? while you did that. <laughs> <laughs> So they're talking about Tonks a little bit because she looks like shit and everyone needs to talk about it when a woman looks like shit. Yeah. Blair looks too good. It's literally the equivalent of like when a woman, when like you show up to work one day or you show up to school one day and like you're not wearing makeup (laughs) and everyone's like, whoa, what happened to you? You okay? You look tired. And Tonks is like, maybe I just don't have time right now to make my hair fluorescent pink and make my face look like a duck, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Never put on makeup if you work no. with men. Yeah. Set that, the bar low. Set exactly. the bar low. Yeah. I that that happened to me. <laughs> And that was the day I never, I never wore makeup again. But I think that's happened to all of us. I, it definitely happened to me. So why does she look like shit? Okay, well maybe apparently she like Tonks thinks it's her fault that Sirius died because she was fighting Bellatrix at the time, mm-hmm. and you know Bellatrix got away and went and murdered Sirius. I will say this is very empathetic of Hermione mm-hmm. to be yeah. like. I mean, maybe she has because. They're like, what? Why would she feel bad? And she's like, survivor's guilt. Survivor's is guilt. You know, yeah. like she's trying to 
think through and she's like maybe she's grieving and there and Ron's like she didn't even know Sirius and mm. Harry's sitting there <laughs> shoveling eggs into his mouth because he doesn't want to talk please, about please, it. Please <laughs> I feel like he eats like a lot of breakfast in this chapter. Yeah. Like I don't eat that much I for breakfast. Like, I actually, feel like it's it's like a brunch. Yeah. This is the second time JKR has been like instead of saying something Harry you're just going to eat food. Yeah. I don't have nothing for you. Don't and Ron, Ron's the one who gets crucified for never stopping eating. Yeah. But oh my God. this yeah. is Harry's move. Mm. It's because Harry is abused and malnourished. That's right. Yeah. At least we can get him some food. Mm-hmm. So Molly calls Ginny downstairs. So now the trio is alone. We're just catching up still. We're talking about Fred and George and their new shop. We talk about how Percy is still not speaking to his family because it's easier to apologize for. Wait, what? Yeah, it's, oh, it's, what? <laughs> would you like me to say it? Cause yeah, it's, say it. <laughs> it's easier to forgive someone for being right than it is being wrong. No, no the I mean, other way. I, yeah, I also it's probably easier to forgive that. the being like, wrong <laughs> than being right. Yeah, yeah. that's so it. So yeah. it's harder for Percy to come back to his family now knowing that he was wrong the whole yeah. time than it would have been if they had ended up being wrong. Which... Say what we will about JKR, but like she's dropping truth bombs like that mm-hmm. in the middle of a quote unquote, you know, children's YA book. And that's just such a like universe. It's such a simple thing, but mm-hmm. it's like, damn, you right. And that provides a lot more insight into why people act the way that they do. Mm. I want to introduce Definitely. you to a concept called the passive tense. Editing Tina here. I meant to say passive voice. Don't at me. I don't know words no good. We don't have to say, we don't have to say JK out here dropping truth bombs. We can just say truth bombs are being dropped. Okay. (laughs) By whom it doesn't matter. Credit to the author. It just appeared on the page. It was a magical (laughs) typewriter. You know who wrote it? Daniel Radcliffe. Yes. Yes. My favorite author. Harry mentions to his friends that dumb, that dumb, I, dumb <laughs> that dumb bitch. That dumb bitch. He is a dumb bitch. He him- dies this book. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, but that is, it's his, the whole plan is his, his, it's fine. Dumbledore's going to be giving Harry private lessons this year. And so they're like, why? And he's like, I guess it has something to do with the prophecy. And they're like, oh, nobody knows about the prophecy. And he's like, I know about the prophecy. He's like, guess what? I'm going to die. That's what I'm going to die. Literally. Mm. I like that the whole time, it's kind of like hinted at that Ron and Hermione have been desperately wanting to ask him these questions the whole time. But they're like, so how are the Dursleys? (laughs) When what they really want to ask is, so are you the chosen one? Is the prophecy true? Are you going to have to die at the hands of Voldemort? Like, What's going on with Dumbledore? Like you can tell, these are all the things that they've been wanting to ask him desperately, but they're like, yeah. "We're not going to annoy him yet." Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's coming out. It's coming out now in the conversation. Yeah, and they do start having what I consider to be a bit of a serious conversation mm-hmm. the whole time. Hermione's like holding this telescope she just picked up from a random box, and then it just randomly punches her in the face. <laughs> I love that visual of just yeah. like a boxing yeah. glove on a spring. Yeah. Like, boing! yeah. <laughs> she gets a black eye. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Did they like did it mean literal black eye or was it like something a, a magical because I didn't get the impression that she was hurt by it. It was more that like it made her eye appear as if she has a black eye and then they can't get it to come out. Yeah. So it had to have been some kind of magical, mm. you know, property, magical effect that they had that they put on this toy. It probably like surprises you the way that like a shock gum surprises oh. you. You know what I mean? Mm. This is the magical version of that prank where you uh, put you smear ink on like the on the the lens of a kaleidoscope or something and you yeah. give it to someone and they put it up to their eye and then when they take it off they have a black mm. circle around their oh, eye. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Classic. But this is much funnier. I've yeah. never done that. But this one has <laughs> No, I've no, I've also never done it, but no, we've all seen a cartoon yeah. do it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. So then Harry mentions that dumb face mentioned that their owl results were due today. So Hermione literally, <laughs> like, I think she, oh my God. Oh my God. I want to point out that she is, and this is from the text, flapping hysterically. <laughs> oh, my oh, my oh, my oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Why do you say anything? Why do you say anything? hysterically. hysterically. <laughs> I, don't, I don't love the word flapping because to me that sounds... Mm. Like we're like judging somebody's like physical like oh, choices, yeah, you know. Like mm -hmm. me, to me, it's give it's giving stimming a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah, and obviously the word hysterical is Ugh. not our favorite. I, I think this is a very, I don't know, accurate visual description to describe like how much the like if you I don't think we've gotten. Yeah, because this was this was the first chapter that Ron and Hermione showed up in. So I don't think we got the and then his best friend Ron with a mm. uh, stretched out face and red hair. And he was the seventh stretched of eight children. And, and then what's his, wrong with his face? And then his friend Hermione. <laughs> it always talks about how gangly he is. Yeah. He doesn't have a stretched out face. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the point we always get the little description of like and then mm. Hermione the smartest bitch of her age mm. and sure. she loved academics like I don't uh -huh. think we got that description from them mm. uh -huh. so this is a rare example where it is show don't tell True. where we're learning that this is something wow. that Hermione is so worked up about that she is bouncing around and freaking the fuck out. And I imagine there's like a little trail of smoke behind her as she runs down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm not saying that the imagery isn't evocative or indicative of her character. I'm saying that the word choice the makes word me want to punch yeah. a bitch. Like yeah. what you can say is that she's like moving in an agitated way. She's like speaking feverishly. There's like a lot of ways to convey the same energy without being like, you know, she was talking with her hands like a fucking insane bitch. Yeah. yeah. I think she should have just used those words. <laughs> <laughs> That's how amazing. She was acting like an insane bitch. Like an insane, you just don't see men being described as hysterical. So mm, that's why yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want to see women described as it either. Mm. Mm -hmm. I love that Harry's like, what happens if we fail? Like that was definitely <laughs> covered. Like a teacher definitely <laughs> told you that last year, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> he really only thinking about that now <laughs> I just it's like Harry if you fail it's like maybe you maybe should have been thinking about that like eight months ago well, what <laughs> like, I love is that Hermione replies and says oh don't worry I already asked McGonagall yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Like Hermione had the same terror too. It's just so. I, Hermione is the definition of anxiety for the rest of this chapter because she's like, "Oh, I failed everything. Yeah. I know it." And it's like, "Bitch, that is she's so just the not worst." Right. Not to like pile on the misogyny in an already misogynistic chapter, but she's just that worst kind of kid in school. Yeah, it's like, "Oh my god, I just know I failed." And it's like. Bitch, you are the smartest kid in this class. Yeah. You studied your butt off. Meanwhile, I'm over here, hope like keeping my fingers crossed that I have a C. You know, like <laughs> I'm trying not to flunk out of this class. And God forbid you got an 80 or an 85, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like I think that her anxiety is valid and she's like allowed to feel it, but it is hard. It's like you, she should be aware of her company. It's when. It's like when one of my skinny friends com- mm. is like complaining to me about feeling fat and I'm yeah. like that is so valid for you like you are really allowed to feel that way and like I'm here for you but but it also feels bad for me yeah, extra like, right because I am twice I, I'm twice your size. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's like I'm twice your fail. On whatever grade you got, yeah. I failed twice. <laughs> <as> well. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it was always the worst if it was like you've just stepped out of an exam. And they start going through the questions and they're like, and I wrote this for that. And you're like, well, I didn't fucking write that. So (laughs) can we please not talk about this? (laughs) I could never dream of talking about a test after I've taken it. I don't give a shit. Truly. (laughs) Nothing you can do now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Mm. So they all go downstairs. Molly's trying to fix Hermione's eye. It's not working. The owl result- results aren't here yet, but oh, wait, now they're here. Now they're here. <laughs> oh, Just yeah. right on time, yeah. yeah. 30 seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in movies when they're like, it's like, something's happening. Turn on. The- What's going on? Turn on the news. And they <laughs> yeah. flip it on like right at the exact time. Oh Instead my God. of like, in yeah. real life, you turn it on and it would be like the local commercial for the HVAC <laughs> company in your town. You and know? Like, yes. Perfect. <laughs> And then the weather, and then yeah. like another commercial, and then like <laughs> yeah. five puppies were adopted today at the SPCA, yeah. all with the name Waggles. <laughs> <laughs> In other That's news, Good for Spider-Man them. is terrorizing the city. And it's like, okay, now everyone, everyone come back. And- <laughs> okay, so what we get next is a report card. I'd love to read it to you guys. Harry James Potter has re- uh, has achieved in astronomy. He got an A for acceptable care of magical creatures. E for exceeds expectations. Charms. E. Defense against the dark arts. O for outstanding. Mm-hmm. Divination. P for poor. Herbology. E. History of magic. D for dreadful. Potions. Oops. E. Transfiguration. E. And as a reminder, he did walk out in the middle of the history of magic final yeah. and not return. It really yeah. begs the question: What do you have to do to get a T for troll? T for troll. Yeah. I guess not. Not answer anything. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've joked in a previous book, Fred and George were joking about T for troll, and it it sounded. Like they were making it up. Yes. But it's on this report card. It's like you could get tea for troll. Magicians are just so racist. Like, like it could just be zero. Yeah. Oh my God. Like it doesn't need to reference s- 
it's space. I'm surprised the rest sentient. of the rankings weren't assigned <laughs> yeah, yeah. to the races the in the world. The top score is yeah. W for wizard. <laughs> yeah, and like all of the rest, all of the rest of the grades are adjectives, like yeah, outstanding. Yeah. But then it's like troll, and it's like, do you want to just say like it incomplete? Just been terrible. How about incomplete? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even just things like dreadful. Yeah, You're yeah. just really stupid. You really fucked this you up. Had a, what, you yeah. did a dreadful job. Yeah, like surely D has to be the lowest grade. Like, why mm. are we doing this? Why? So Harry's relieved. This is what he expected. Harry and Ron immediately swap. It's cute. They they have like an open phone policy with each other. You know what I mean? It's like they, they have each other. They have face ID access on each other's phones. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Ron's grades are less good, but they're still fine. And then obviously Hermione has 10 outstandings and one exceeds expectations in Defense Against the Dark Arts because we cannot let her be better than Harry at she the only thing he's Harry. good at. Yes. Or Defense Against the Dark Arts is the boy oh, subject. Man. Oh, goddammit. It's yeah. tech. Which, Australian reference. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I think it also goes back to... It, like uh, the uh, the third book, Lupin is giving like a cool final exam, and she like panics at mm. the last minute. Yeah. Hysterical bitch because mm. of the the bogger is like McGonagall failing her. Yeah. <laughs> hysterical um, bitch. Ironically, um, you're the one that added the word hysterical right there. <laughs> so hey, that that one's on you. We don't know if the text you used can't the word hysterical in that instance. You can't expect think, anything more from a hysterical bitch. That's all I'm saying. I think it's a. I think her getting an E in. Defense Against the Dark Arts is a way of showing that she does have a lot of book smarts and she does have a lot of practical smarts, but that there's a certain level of like real life application that she doesn't exceed as well at. Mm. I did a terrible job no, of explaining. No. I, I don't. I don't yeah. know how to explain it. There's like, like with, with defense mm-hmm. against the dark arts. I feel there's this le- extra level of real world application. Mm-hmm. And Harry, mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, for all we know, Harry's probably the only kid who got an O in mm-hmm. defense against the dark arts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and he was also being examined by that, uh, like a wizard who was on his side and was like, "I heard you can do a Patronus charm." And he, so how do we know that the like Patronus uh. that he did didn't push him over the edge and that Grader was being nice? But like Hermione can produce a Patronus. Neville can produce mm-hmm. a Patronus. Mm-hmm. That could have been part of the practical exam. Yeah, they that just was, weren't that, 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 that was fucked. So it could have just been that. It might just be that he was shown a little favoritism because the <laughs> person who was giving the examination for Harry like. <laughs> was a fan of him yeah, yeah. that oh, sucks yeah. maybe maybe that's it too but uh, yeah i think it i think her not having straight o's is a way of showing that there's this one area that she still doesn't quite grasp which is when it comes to like going out in the world and doing this i think the phrasing that she doesn't quite grasp it is very funny because she still got like a b plus plus you know what i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. she still did uh, she exceeded expectations she still did yeah. very well but obviously to her uh it's not good enough yeah i did just want to point out mrs weasley being like seven owls that's more than fred and george got together <laughs> like <laughs> she like <laughs> Big yikes. I understand <laughs> why they moved out. Yeah, 
<laughs> and she's like suddenly proud of them now because they're making money. It's like, come on. <laughs> I get it. You think your kids are just fucking around and then it turns out to be an extraordinarily lucrative yeah, business. It's like, oh, it's like all right. <laughs> you're actually good at this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just like podcasting. <laughs> I will say my family was very stunned. Anytime they ask me like updates about um, that's what I'm talking about and I'll tell them or whatever. And they're like, oh, oh, OK. Yeah. Wow. Like clearly they did not expect anyone to listen. <laughs> uh. And also, like, I don't know about your parents, but my my parents like don't really understand what a podcast is no oh, my I don't think they don't understand. I don't think they truly <laughs> grasp it either yeah <laughs> yeah my mum listens to every episode of Fang Fiction and then gets yeah Zach, Zach's mum is released def- episodes Zach's mum is our number one fan she's I'm really sorry oh, Zach's so mom. funny I'm Thanks. really sorry we just stopped in the middle of a season <laughs> <laughs> sorry mum bitch <laughs> she's, a, she's a hysterical bitch now. that's right <laughs> Um, okay, so the chapter ends with Harry being a bit disappointed uh, because he did not do well enough in potions for Snape to take him into his newt class and therefore he won't become a cop. Yeah, <laughs> truly, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which he also realizes at this point, he's like, it is kind of weird that the first person to suggest it to me was a Death Eater. Yeah. But, yeah. but, I, but, it's but like, it made me feel really, good about myself. That Death Eater in disguise was the best teacher I've ever had. It's the best one that ever listened to me. Uh, It does get, it goes Lupin, Mad Eye. (laughs) Probably Quirrell. Yeah, it's wild. It's it's wild how much more schooling British magical cops need than compared to just regular American cops. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh you have to do you have to test into classes that's unheard of. Um, it's one of my favorite jokes about the Harry Potter musical universe, which is that that they just they don't use the phrase aurors at all. They just say wizard cops. <laughs> yeah, oh, and there's uh, like an opening number for the sequel where Voldemort has fallen and Lucius and the other Death Eaters are finding out about it, and uh, and they're like. The wizard cops got him. And then Lucius goes, damn those wizard cops. And that's just, that just goes through my head all the time of just yeah. damn those wizard cops. <laughs> so we're here at the end of the chapter. Zach, did you have any favorite moments or final thoughts or anything else you wanted to say about uh, the essence of, wait, what's it called? <laughs> the essence the, of the excess. And I think excess. And excess. And ex- the lots, the, the I like. I do phlegm. like an essence of phlegm. That sounds like a potion ingredient. My brain mm. remembered like the sounds, but yeah, not the yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of the <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, listen. Like Fleur's heaps hot. I really appreciated that. I think misogyny is great. It supports mm-hmm. my systems of power. So the more that we can keep sure. that going, that'd be great. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a beautiful thing. I do. I always do love uh, as much as I have distanced myself from Harry Potter. All the funny little quirks about having like the actual report cards in there, like there's a like found items sort of feeling, and the silly <laughs> little like telescope punching people in the eye. That's like, oh, that's 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 everything that's good about this yeah. world. All the stuff they cut out of the movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah, almost really. like Fred and George are here in the room with mm. us right now. I know. Well, at least one of them. Then yeah, the 
No, I it was it was great. Um, I I want did, did I want to hear what, did, what do we find out what Molly want, what likes to be called? No. Did we, no, Molly, we wobbles. Molly, Molly wobbles. Molly wobbles. It's Molly wobbles. I was like, <laughs> I can't wobbles. remember. Molly wobbles. Molly wobbles. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh god, damn it. <laughs> and remember, it's her. It's not oh. like a yeah. dumb nickname that Arthur came up with. She's I like, mean, it probably started. Wa- maybe it Molly started wobbles. as that, but like she. Likes being yeah. called Molly Wobbles. Yeah, she's like, Arthur, put on this apron and call me Molly Wobbles. <laughs> me yeah, Molly because Wobbles. now that I'm thinking about it, Sean has nicknames for me, mm. but zero percent of them are because I requested it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, call me this. Call me this. Call me Zach the Destroyer. Um, but yeah, I think <laughs> Half Blood Prince has always been my favorite book. So this is like, yeah, this is mine fun too. to engage Woo! with. We like Harry Potter again. Can <laughs> oh, no. you believe it? I, this is all for the podcast. As soon as this is over, Tina, I'm I'm done. I'm <laughs> burning this book. Well, don't forget that I'm trying to get canceled. So that's true, a statement that I'll true. get you canceled these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lucy, any final words about the chapter? Any favorite moments or stuff we didn't touch on? Um, I mean, there's so little that really happens in this chapter. I feel like we have kind of covered Truly. everything. I do one cute little moment is when the owls arrive. The sentence is one, two, three. The owls soared through it and landed on the table in a neat line. All three of them lifted their right legs. I love this like little cartoon <laughs> moment. They're, they're like doot doot doot. They're so They're so professional. Like they've choreographed this. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah I love that. Yeah, yeah. the most. The most professional system in all of the ma- magical world is the owls. Like they—they're on it. Mm-hmm. They are so, so functional. That, Nothing man. else works in the Wizarding World, dude. These owls were will go find your like estranged godfather <laughs> in fucking. He would tell this fucking like three year old bird, go find Sirius in a cave. Yeah. <laughs> and they just do it. They and she it. did it, damn it. Mary Clay, any final thoughts about the chapter? Um, I don't have any. Um, did you bring me on for excess of phlegm because of the amount of times that I sneeze per day? <laughs> <laughs> no, I brought you on for an excess of phlegm because I thought you'd like Lucy and Zach. Oh. I do like you guys. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Lucy, Zach, do either of you want to plug your socials or anything you're working on right now? I'm not working on much at the moment. Fang fiction, we kind That's of both got cool and really... Fine really burned out and just had to stop doing it. I hope eventually hey, we'll start again because it's really we get fun, it. But, but we'll yeah. <clears throat> but there's lots of okay. episodes in our back catalogue if you would like to listen to them. Uh, Including one featuring fun. yours truly. Exactly right. Yeah. I'll link that in the show notes. Anything yeah. you want to plug? That Amazing. I'll say, yeah, heaps of fang fiction still online. Listen to us read My Immortal and listen to me get more angry than I ever do anywhere else. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, right now I'm having the most fun relaxing and doing absolutely nothing and not using my brain at all, um, which is Yo, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, good. I love the yeah. plug for nothing. That's yeah. the energy we yeah, need. Yeah, I would this like season. to plug taking a break, quitting, <laughs> giving up on stuff, and just having a nice time. <laughs> Lucy, have you been watching or reading or listening to or playing or thinking about anything recently you think the listeners of our show would enjoy? Mm. Um, 
okay, this is a bit of left field, but for, if you've got any Australian listeners, I would like mm-hmm. to plug a yes vote in our upcoming referendum. <laughs> we yeah. are. I um, love that. Voting to change our constitution to acknowledge that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders are the first people of this nation and to establish yes. a voice to parliament. And when is that vote? I think it's in September. Have they they haven't later, given later a date this year. yet? They haven't announced it yet. Yeah. yeah. Later in the year. Oh, okay, There's... cool. So so we got time. That's yeah, amazing. We have time to move there and become citizens. And <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Absolutely. Please do. Yeah. Surely we can do that in a few months. Yeah, yeah we're up against That's... all of Fox News. <laughs> oh. Who, oh, who are yeah. no campaigning hard, so yeah. Well, that's a wonderful plug, Lucy. I <laughs> I uh, appreciate it so much, Zach. It's hard to live up to that, but right. do you have anything? <laughs> and anything like, you've like, been watching, oh, reading, I just engage playing, with content. caring about. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely second that. Uh, I've only just been watching the entire Fast and the Furious franchise, just to like always plug that, always, which we talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been rereading, knowing that I was coming on this podcast. I was like, I need to remember to a, a book that I've been reading at the moment, um, Paradise Rots uh, by Jenny Haval. Uh, she's a musician, oh. and it's like a it's like a queer romance that uses a lot of really strange, surreal, uh, lots of like body elements, which I I love a lot. Um, but Paradise cool. Rots, I would definitely cool. recommend. Is it by any mm. chance a, a play off of or inspired by Paradise Lost? Absolutely. Surely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Just wondering. Yay! Yeah. 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 Right. My 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 well high school English teacher will be so yeah. proud that I <laughs> just remember the name of that book. Very much Amazing. Adjacent. Yeah. Would would recommend if you like fungus and women falling in love. That's it. That's literally Haley, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Haley would love that. <laughs> Haley's in my house right now. She told me to say hi to you guys. Hi, Haley. Hi. <laughs> She's watching the D&D movie with Sean. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I really <laughs> liked that. I know it kind of got canned, but I loved it. I had a great time watching the I D&D movie. I loved it too. I'll watch it. Um, I'll, I'll keep watching it. I thought it was I don't fun. know anything about D&D, so I feel like I... It doesn't matter. You don't it, need to. It literally doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Yeah, it does cool. not matter at all. Uh, Mary Clay, where can the people find you on the internet? You can't. Bitch. I deleted it all. <laughs> you hysterical Excellent. bitch. Yeah, this really um, is a pro-quitting episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, if you missed the announcements over the past couple of weeks, I have brought an unofficial end to That's What I'm Talking About because I will be starting a new podcast where I experience Star Wars for the first time. Oh, it's called Skywalk Before You Run. Uh, <laughs> That's great. And it will be on the Deus Ex Media Network. Woo! Our pal Tina here. Me! I'm so excited. And other pals as well. Um, Additional pals. (laughs) So, uh, but obviously you can still, uh, I didn't delete, that's what I'm talking about. Um, That would have been a bold move. Um, (laughs) You can still listen everywhere. Uh, It's at Tolkien About Pod on social media. And then you can, there's nothing post. Actually, no, I take that back. I have posted posted one reel on Instagram. (laughs) Um, You can follow the new podcast at Skywalk Run Pod. Um, if you want updates or, you know, other stuff in the meantime, before I theoretically launch it this fall. Yay! It's launching. It's launching. <laughs> I'm very excited. And Mary Clay, what have you been watching, reading, playing, listening to, thinking about advocating for in your community lately that you think the listeners <laughs> would enjoy? Christina, I want you to... Is it Tears of the Kingdom or is it Witcher? <laughs> <laughs> it's So here's the thing. 
The last time I was on the podcast, it was before The Witcher season three came out. And mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to preemptively plug it. Um, and now I'm postemptively plugging it. <laughs> I just, uh, I read the first two books that are not technically a part of the official series. They're just a collection of short stories. Mm. It's a very confusing book universe. Very. But I really enjoyed reading the books and I've just really, and I've played the game. I've just really, really enjoyed like diving into the world. And mm. so there's a lot of differences and stuff with the Netflix show. But like, I just, I can't complain about it. Mm. I'm like, Hell I'm yeah. just here to have a good time. Um, It was cool. only, I forgot that they split the season into two parts I have already watched all of it. <laughs> it was only five episodes. Yeah. Like yeah, that's, no you know, and it came out on a Thursday and I was off on Friday. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't, I didn't like that much self-control. Um, <laughs> do you remember yeah. when I started trying to do brief plugs? No, Man. I no. don't. Nobody, nobody uh, ever but remembers I, that. Hey, no. But I really want to plug this season Especially can, if you've continue. been hesitant about The Witcher before, because I think they've been making really excellent uh, choices with the characters, a lot of the main characters. And in particular, there is a queer love story with one of the main characters and the actor behind it has said a, shared a lot of stuff about how much work he put into um, working with the screenwriters mm. and directors to make sure that it was told in a caring way and I felt like I could see that attention come through Mm. that's awesome Um, so yeah just you know just like a general plug for you know better characterization of of the people in the shows that you watch it's nice (laughs) when it's like I like the choices that you're making with these people that I'm obsessed with (laughs) I plug good storytelling yeah like what it's amazing. I also plug Rory the French dog who's obsessed with Henry Cavill and she got to meet Henry Cavill. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, thank you so much for your plug, Mary Clay. I've been your host, Christina. You know where to find me. And this week I'm going to plug the movie Nimona on it's uh, mm. on Netflix. It came out a couple months ago. By the time this episode comes out, it is an animated movie based on my favorite graphic novel of all time, which was written by Nate Stevenson. It's a super gay story about a shape-shifting girl and the not-so-evil villain that she forces herself upon as his sidekick. <laughs> it's literally so, so, so fun. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. Lucy, Zach, thank you so much for joining us. It is so fun us. to have you on the show always. Thank you. It's so fun to be here. Thank you for having us. Hell yeah. You'll come back for the last book? and we'll- Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just we'll have to figure out how to be friends after that. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> hey, JK, sorry, could you please keep writing? I take back all no! those things I wrote on Twitter. No! Like I just, just my podcast is <laughs> There's always going. the cursed <laughs> child. No! No! I refuse. I won't. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> no, I have a I'll I'll have another podcast by then. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> And Mary Clay, as always, thank you for being my co-captain. I appreciate you so much. Hey. <laughs> You're welcome. And that's what I'm star walking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, isn't it amazing how, like, the, the urge to just end every podcast with, and that's what I'm... Mm, 
open about after doing that's what I'm talking about for And that's what I'm talking about. I also said it wrong. I said I said Skywalker. I said Starwalking. Starwalking. It doesn't matter. This isn't recorded. I know That's okay. The gimmick is that I know nothing, so I could say Starwalking. Starwalk, bitch. That's it, potheads. Thanks for listening to the restricted section. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Christina Kahn. Our theme music was produced by Ryan Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Please connect with us on Twitter at RestrictedPod, on Instagram at RestrictedSectionPod, on Facebook at RestrictedSectionPod, or in our Facebook group, The Restricted Section Detention Crew. Join our Patreon to get access to our Discord server, our bonus episodes, and other cool perks. We're also very happy to be a member of Deus Ex Media, where all you fucking nerds can find all kinds of fandom podcasts to suit your fancy. Coffee. Tea. Honor. Cabbage. Long ago, the four elements lived in harmony. Then, shit went totally cray when the Avatar attacked. Only the Cabbage Man, merchant of fine cruciferous vegetables, could stand against his trolling. But when the world needed some dank veg, he vanished. Ten years have passed, and my partner and I have started a new podcast. My Cabbages! An Avatar podcast. A weekly show about Avatar The Last Airbender. Whether it's Sokka's new line of cologne. Hey! Look at you, sitting there on a seal. Well, now look at back at me. I'm on an on a even bigger seal. Now look away. D&D-related antics. You have to make an acrobatics check for that. And Aang just, like, unzips his pants and whips out his D20s. He's just like, I got this. Or randomly breaking into song. <laughs> so go bending waterfall. We'll stumble our way through the greatest show ever made, one episode at a time. Rotten cabbages? What kind of slum do you think this is? I thought you guys were professionals. (laughs) (laughs) Don't waste my time. Dave X Media.